Welcome to a Fresh Story podcast. This season, we're digging into all things divorce. We'll be discussing the ins, the outs, the nitty gritty, all that stuff we don't talk about. Well, we're going to talk about it. Join us for everything you've always wanted to know about divorce, but we're afraid to ask. Remember, you're not alone. Let's dive into divorce together. Hi there, Olivia here. So it's no surprise that the current divorce rate for first marriages hovers around 50%. And that rate only goes up for second and third marriages. So odds are, if you aren't transitioning to divorce at this very moment in time, you probably know somebody who is or who will soon be transitioning to divorce. With so many people in our life going through the divorce experience, how can we support the people in our life transitioning to divorce? On this episode of The Divorce Season, we're covering everything you need to know to support someone in your life transitioning to divorce. Some of the questions covered in this episode include, how can you help a friend going through a divorce? What are some tangible ways that you can help people when they're experiencing a divorce? What are some free ways to help somebody transitioning to divorce? And how can you build a divorce registry? The Fresh Starts experts featured in this episode include Carrie Rose, Divorce and Transitions Coach and Founder of SunUp Coaching, Rachel Snow, Divorce Coach and Founder of Luminary Divorce Coaching, Allison McFadden, Divorce Coach and Founder of Divorce by Allison and Susan Trippi, Empowerment and Divorce Coach and Licensed Realtor. Remember, you can find more info on divorceguide.co, divorcemonth.com, and get in touch with all of these experts on freshstartsregistry.com slash experts. Don't forget, you're not alone in this process. We're all here for you. So let's get started. My name is Susan Trippy. I am a certified divorce coach guiding clients through navigating that process of divorce. Amazing. Okay, Susan, we have a couple questions for you here today. One of the questions that we get a lot from people, um, and I I joke that I, I, I see this happen a lot, like I'll get a message and it's like, my sister's going through a divorce or my best friend. So what are some tangible ways that you can actually help somebody in your life through the divorce process? This is a great question. And I think people often feel a little overwhelmed because they don't know how to help. They want to help, but they don't know how to help. Uh, And so there are a couple of things that make a meaningful difference in the life of somebody who's going through a divorce. One way that you can support your friend, your colleague, your family member, whoever it is, is you just show up and listen You come from a place of love. You come from a place of compassion. You come from a place of care and you just listen, listen to their experience, listen to their story, listen for ways and clues that you can then help them, right? If it's a single, if it's a mom who is saying, I have a son who's a little bit um, 
out of control right now. Naturally, they are because they are reacting to what they're experiencing. Okay, well, then maybe you can you can take that child out so the mom can get a break, right? You, you can um, have a play date. You can host, you know, there's so many different ways that you can help. So listen for clues. Come to the conversation without judgment. This is so important too, because when couples start announcing that they are going through the divorce process, everybody comes at them with opinions and perspective and judgment. And that's not what people need, right? So just hold space. Come from a place of openness. Come from a place of truly listening. Come from a place of asking questions to help people process through their own experience rather than telling people what to do. Open space that allows them to gain clarity on what their next steps are. And then the last piece of advice that I would say is look for those tangible ways to help. Can you find resources for them? How can you connect them with attorneys, with certified divorce coaches, with financial planners, with real estate agents? How can you help become part of their resource team in looking for professionals that they will need to work with, professionals that they may need to support their children and and family with, um, and whatever other needs come up along the way? I love that so much. It's so much of what we talk about here at Fresh Starts. We always joke like it's really important to be somebody's personal Google, right? <laughs> and, um, you know, I remember even when I was going through my divorce, there was, I mean, the language of divorce, right, which we could talk about forever, is so complicated, right? So I remember getting edits back from my lawyers and I'm like, what does this even say, right? And my <laughs> sister would have to Google for me and she'd be like, I think what they're trying to say is this, right? But just to touch on a few things, I love you said that so eloquently. And I think that what you said, I would love for people to go back and write that down because it's so important in order. I mean, 50 percent of first marriages transition to divorce. Right. I can guarantee everybody knows everybody, somebody that's going through a divorce. And, you know, the difference between being supported and coming out the other side of a divorce and not being supported really can change the rest of your life and, and your journey. Um. I love this idea. You know, it's hard because we, we, we live not close to each other, some people, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was going through my divorce and my kids were little, I had a cousin who would FaceTime with my kids and do crafts with them on FaceTime. Love so that. I could go call the divorce lawyer, right? Because I didn't want to do that in front of my kids. So there's so many ways to support people that are free, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just is showing up. And I love that you said it's just showing up with an open ear. Right. You don't Mm -hmm. have to say like, well, you know, kick him out or do this. It's just like, you know, it's like, yeah, I understand. I'm validating that this is a really hard time. And then doing things like you said, saying, hey, uh, I I know Susan. I've seen her on Facebook. She's a divorce coach right, and a realtor. And I know, you know, a relationship coach and Fresh Starts has this and this. Mm -hmm. Just rounding up those people for them because it's so overwhelming. And I think that that's the part I would love if you could just touch for a second on this. When you're going through a divorce, it's not like you're walking through life in a regular day, right? So can you explain a little bit about kind of that weird twilight zone feeling that you get? Yes. And that's actually a great way to describe it. And I should say, I have also experienced divorce myself. And that is what spurred me on to move into the space of becoming a certified divorce coach, because in my experience, I had very little support 
um, for a number of different reasons. And so I think that it is such the early phases too, the first three to six months to, to a year are so difficult because you literally feel like the foundations of your life are crumbling. Everything that you knew as genuine, as pure, as, as the values that you hold, the, the networks that you have, the relationships that you have, everything crumbles apart. And that is a very scary place to be in. That is a very lonely place. It can be a very lonely place to be in. It's a very overwhelming space to be in because there are dozens and dozens of decisions that have to be made at a time when our emotional um, capacity is diminished, yet we still have to make very critical decisions about not only navigating all the different legal elements of the divorce and asset distribution and all of that, but then we have to think about if children are involved, what is this going to look like? What is co-parenting going to look like? Who's moving? Where are we moving to? Like, Am I going to be able to maintain independent living as a single parent? Right. All of these questions come into place. And so during that time, what, what we can do to help as friends, as family, as loved ones, obviously, again, is going back to how can we create space for people to catch their breath? How can we create space to encourage others? One thing that helped me significantly was receiving text messages from my friends. Jessica, you've got this. I believe in you. I know this is hard right now. Keep pressing forward. Like, how can I help you? Like, cheering me on, sending me memes, sending me positive quotes. That made such a difference on those mornings when I literally was struggling to get out of bed because I was so emotionally overwhelmed with everything that was happening. And so some of it is, yes, like how can we help create a space for people to tap into emotional regulation, processing through what they're experiencing and in a way that helps to bring clarity of what your next steps are and then encouraging an action plan, coming up with an action plan, because that takes a lot of the overwhelm out when you can focus and channel your energy and shift it from overwhelm into action. That's a critical piece in movement forward. Oh, I love all of that so much. Yeah. And I know you, the second question that we had for you was really how to support somebody going through a divorce, which you touched on. I want to I want to reframe the question a little bit. So as a friend or a loved one of somebody going through a divorce, Susan, you let's say you come let's say you know you, Susan or me, right? And you're like, "I have access to all these amazing resources." What is a way you can gently share that information with somebody without overwhelming them? Because like you said, you're kind of in this defensive place as is. You know, I keep kind of touching my heart because I'm like, I remember being in this moment, right? So what are some ways that people can support their loved ones going through a divorce by maybe some scripts of like, hey, I found this podcast or hey, there's a divorce coach I know. What, what do you generally say about that? That's a great question too, right? And some of this, I think, depends on how well do you know the person and 
And from there, what type of conversation can you enter into with them? Are they receptive? First, you have to feel out how receptive are they right now to receiving resources? So you can even start with this basic question. I care about you. I'm here to support you. What do you need? How can I help? And let them respond, right? That will open up doorways. That will open up communication. If you have a resource that you think will be really beneficial, you can certainly say something like, again, I love you. I care about you. This is coming from a place of wanting to support you in this. I think this podcast has some great advice on and you can list what that is, um, yeah, the legal great. process or financial distribution or whatever it is, yep. right? Um, and then back off yep. and recognize it's not about you. It's yes. about their processing and their ability to also absorb information and take it in, but keep the line of communication open. Yeah, I think that what you said there was key. It's not about you, right? It's not about you. And I, I, I think everything you said here was so important. You know, when you're going through this process and you're not thinking clearly and you're having to make these decisions and you have children who need you and you're trying to support them and you're dealing with a new relationship with your with your former spouse, right, which is a whole other topic, Um to then have a friend, right, say, well, I would like some uh, attention, you know, for giving you this information doesn't really work, right? So remembering that your friends going through the divorce, well, they will come back, right? They come back to reality. It takes a little bit of time. Uh, and Susan, just to touch on this, I know we've asked a bunch of people, but, I, you know, I would love to have people learn about you. How does a divorce coach support people through the divorce process? I love this question because I feel like there's still so much education to do yeah. around the valuable role of working with a divorce coach. I like to express that we are the holistic wraparound to the attorney, right? The attorney is there to handle the legal matters and that's the lane that they're in. A divorce coach can really handle and, and navigate and work with clients in, in all of the other ways. So one of those being task orientation, helping to determine what the priorities are and coming up with action plan to keep movement forward. We can also be there to assist in emotional regulation, the processing of emotion, the coming through of clarity around what's important for self, for children, um, for the values that you want to walk through your divorce journey, exhibiting and holding on to what's your why. We also help with future planning. What is your life going to look like three months, six months, one year, two year out from the legal process of the settlement being complete and then coming up with tangible steps of how to make that happen. We also support in resourcing. What do you need? What do your children need? And we help to find that. Um, so there's a variety of things. And we also, uh, some divorce coaches will also attend court appointments so that you have a friend with you. You're not going through that experience alone. I love that. And if anybody is listening and they want to either support a friend going through divorce, maybe by giving, gifting them some time with a divorce coach or just yes. explaining to them what a divorce coach is, take what Susan just said and repeat that to them. Because I think I, um, I get so many people who reach out to me and, you know, through this process, the first thing I always say is therapist, right? And then divorce coach. And mm -hmm. I think that there's a big 
people are still, like you said, there's still like a, a it's de- we're demystifying like what a divorce coach does. It's not the same thing as a lawyer. It's not the same thing as a therapist, but you need one. And this is, we've talked, I think on every episode now with one of our divorce coaches, we've said the same thing every, every time, time. And again, you absolutely need a divorce coach to coach you through that process and beyond because it's a completely different thing that you've ever been through. So if anybody's listening and they were like, why does my friend need a divorce coach? Take what Susan said and pass that on to them and then come over to Fresh Starts and find Susan and she will help you through that. So Susan, if somebody's going through a divorce and they're listening to this right now, what would be some words of encouragement you could give to them? Some words of encouragement would be, it is difficult in the beginning and it will get easier. And life on the other side is beyond what you can imagine, right? It takes time to get there. So that would be the first thing is to recognize you're going into hard right now and it will get easier. The other thing that I would advise is pull a tribe around you. Reach out. It's never too early to start reaching out to some of your dearest, sweetest friends and share with them. This is what I'm going through. I'm going to need some people to commit to me to loving me, to coming around mm. me. Can you be one of those people? So oh, pull, I love that. pull your support tribe around you, your personal support tribe around you. Because you're worthy of having people around exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. What a wonderful way to end this. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you so much, Olivia, for having me. Hi, I'm Allison McFadden, and I started Divorce by Allison to help parents resolve their divorce and co-parenting issues outside of court on their own timeline at a lower cost and with less conflict. I practiced family law at a larger firm in Maryland for about 10 years before starting Divorce by Allison. Now I help individuals and families achieve their goals through one-on-one legal consulting, co-parenting and divorce coaching, and mediation services, where I work with both people to help them reach agreements. Perfect. Okay, Allison, we have a question for you today that we get from a lot of people who are not even necessarily going through a divorce. How can you support a friend who is going through and transitioning to a divorce? Sure, sure. So lots of times when I talk to people and I'm telling them that I work with people who are dealing with divorce, they'll say to me, oh my goodness, I have a friend who's going through this horrible divorce. I, I want to help them. I want to make it better. You know, what, what can I do? And for a lot of folks, I think that their initial inclination is, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, and so they don't end up reaching out at all. Uh, But while divorce is such a common experience for people, it can be in our society, it can be such an unfamiliar and isolating time that the idea of friends pulling away instead of kind of coming in with more support is can be really difficult. You know, um, part of divorce is that you're losing your partner and somebody who you had to have all of those big life conversations with, and you're possibly losing your extended family on their side and some of the support you might've had from them or, or mutual friends. And so one of the most important things I think is, is to just show up and it, it show up imperfectly if you have to, but show up for, for your friends. And 
I, I try to tell people that there's three different ways that you can really show up. And one of those is to be a good listener. Um, one of them is to step in and help them with some of the logistical and legal overwhelm that comes along with divorce. And also stepping up and stepping in to fill in some of those gaps that might have been left by their partner and some of the roles that they had filled. So uh, starting with being a good listener, uh, that can mean a lot of different things to different people. Some people might not want to necessarily have um, really deep, intimate conversations about what they're going through. They might be more private. They might be more isolated. But even just letting them know that you're there for them and that you are a shoulder to cry on or, you know, uh, someone that they can bounce ideas off of and just letting them know that you're there can be really impactful. Um, and then some, some of us have friends who might be on the other end of the spectrum who can't seem to stop talking about their divorce. And, you know, it's important to make sure that they feel heard and that they feel like you are really listening to them um, with, with the caveat that part of that showing up and part of that being a good listener is knowing when to hold certain boundaries and understanding that as a friend, you can really get um, tired Get, get some, uh, after a while of having so many of these emotional conversations and kind of being drawn into a lot of that, that drama. Um, so being sure to hold those boundaries so that you don't burn out, so that you're able to continue showing up for a friend. And also understanding that it isn't necessarily the best for someone who's going through divorce to continue venting or dwelling on some of the negatives that they're experiencing, that that can actually be harmful, um, having those constant conversations talking about the negative aspects. Um, and so being able to hold those boundaries with friends and being a good listener while also being kind of that reality check for them and drawing them back into the present and having them looking towards the, the future. Um, another thing I tell them that you, you want to show up and you want to support your friends. There can also be the other end of the spectrum where you are a cheerleader for them without any kind of um, boundaries. And you are whatever they say that they want or that they need or that they deserve out of the divorce, whatever they're going for, that you show up and are, are cheering them on no matter what. Um, without necessarily stopping to see whether or not some of those expectations are realistic and doing some of having some of those hard conversations with with your friends about you know what they can realistically expect to happen and what they need to be prepared for um, along along those same lines though uh, understanding that you likely are not a divorce attorney. And even though you might have had your own experiences with divorce, you don't want to get fall into a trap of telling them this is what's going to happen or this is what the law is um, and giving them possibly unrealistic expectations or, or bad advice. Because as much as you might have had your own experiences, um, you Divorce is such a, every divorce is unique and it's so fact specific and you don't necessarily know all the information that, um, that's, 
that's at play when the court is making certain decisions. And so being sure to walk that fine line. And if, if your friend really is in need of legal advice, uh, helping them find that advice. It can be really overwhelming to try and find an attorney. And it might be cost prohibited for, for your friend as well. So there are, though, a lot of services and different programs out there in most areas that have provide at least some limited pro bono, no cost legal services where you can go and talk to an attorney, maybe only for 30 minutes, but at least you can help your friend get some answers by helping them find some of those services and hopefully getting some answers might help them ease some of that uncertainty, ease some of those fears that your friend is likely having while going through um, through their divorce. And so you can also help them find they're likely in need of a lot of different resources, right? They might need an attorney. They might need a therapist. They might need um, more help around the house, childcare, all kinds of different things, these logistical issues that you can help your friends with and maybe step in and fill in some of these gaps where maybe their um, spouse was helping before. So if their spouse was always the one who took care of everything with the cars and your friend doesn't even know where to start, you might help them figure out, okay, this is when we need to get an oil change and maybe even offer to go with them. Um, you know, taking that time to help them through these little things that might not normally be a big deal and might not seem like a big deal, but just with everything else that's going on and the overwhelm of the divorce process, it can make a huge difference just by having that extra help, that extra accountability, and knowing that someone cares enough to help you with these kind of things. Um, along those same lines, you know, making sure that your friends aren't isolated. They they are um, oftentimes going to be in a position where friends or family that they used to lean on aren't going to be there for them or not in the same way that where they were before. Uh, also, if they have children, there's likely going to be weekends or weeks where they're without their children and their child is with their child or children is with their co-parent. And those times when they're alone is a huge change, a huge adjustment and times when having that extra support or having a friend who knows you don't have your kids and so is calling and saying, what are you doing this weekend? Like, let's go and do something, maybe something that you you used to do as friends before you even got married, right? That you stopped doing um, once you got married, bringing back some of those old interests and really helping your friend get out of that kind of um, isolation or, or funk that they might be in with not knowing, you know, what is it, what do I do? What does it look like to go out without my spouse? Um, and taking away that extra kind of added barrier that might be stopping them from going out and, and being social and trying new things. Um, so I think, you know, I think it's also important to understand that your friend might not be their best self right now, and they might not be showing up as their best self in your friendship. And you know, being willing to give them some allowances in terms of not taking it personally that you don't get a text message back or that you don't get a call back or that it takes a while um, and not giving up on them after that, you know, one or two, you don't get a response, but being understanding that they are going through a difficult time um, while also, again, holding those boundaries that you still have expectations um, 
for your for your friend in terms of showing up and how they are going to uh, move forward in their divorce and helping them look forward um, and holding them accountable in those ways. That is all such amazing advice, like all of it. I think if anybody is listening to any part of this whole podcast series right there, that is it. Because I think, you know, we, we all, the divorce rate is 50% and up, right? So we all know somebody who's going through a divorce, whether it's a sister, cousin, best friend, brother, whatever. I love everything you said. And it was all super applicable to my own divorce. I mean, I had friends help me with things like looking for a new car and talking to my kids on the phone so I could talk to my divorce lawyer, like, you know, little things like that. And I think, the overarching message here, which is like what I really loved you kept coming back to is just like, do something, right? Like just <laughs> do something because it is really lonely and isolating and your whole life is changing and your kids' lives are changing. And like you said, you often lose, you lose a half of a family often right. and some friends a lot of the time. And you're, you are not maybe sharing as much on social media. You're kind of, I always felt like I was going underground a little bit during my divorce, yeah, right? In a cocoon. <laughs> yeah, you're in your cocoon and like you're kind of in this blackout time, right? So, right. Um, and you know, you're not talking about your finances and you're just being careful with everything. And so having those people in your life that like, you know, I know my friends would pop into Marco Polo every morning and leave me a video message and just be like, hey, just making sure you're sleeping and eating and doing all this stuff, you know, and and remembering, like you said, it's not going to be forever, right? It's just for this period of time. Um, I love all of that. If there, if you have a friend who's going through a divorce, Allison, um, what would just be like something really simple you could just say to them to just remind them that they're loved? Yeah, I think, you know, not worrying too much about getting it perfect, but saying something about like, hi, hi, friend, I'm here for you. I love you. I support you. And, you know, sending them a a little heart, a little emoji. Um, I think also bringing back, bringing up some fun memories that you have, or if you, I think it's great if you're able to plan something in a, that you, something out in advance that you and your friend can look forward to. And so you can pop in and remind them, hey, I can't wait to see you in two weeks. Hey, I'm so excited to see you at brunch and just, you know, those reminders that you're, I'm here for you and that you matter and that I'm, you know, excited to, yeah, to be your that. friend. I love it. You could do that virtually too, right? You could like yeah, schedule absolutely. like Zoom coffee dates or whatever. Amazing. Sure. Amazing. Allison, if somebody's going through a divorce and they're listening to this right now, what would be some wise words that you could give them before we let you go? Sure. So I think taking it slow not trying to get everything done in a day, make every decision in a day, um, that can just lead to so much overwhelm. And making sure that you take the time to get educated, get some resources, um, and make a plan before you take action. Um, but know that that it there is another side and that to keep looking forward because um, you will get to that other side. Amazing. Thank you so much, Allison. And if somebody wants to work with you because they're listening to this and they're like, I need some support. Um, You work with people all over the country in what kind of capacity, like what can, how can you support people who are going through a divorce? Sure. So I work with um, divorce and co-parenting coaching clients who are located all over the country to help you give, help give you that practical um, advice and support that you need, the emotional management um, as well. And then I also work with parents um, 
together to help them create parenting plans um, as a mediator for clients located all over the country. And I do that work virtually. Which is really important work. And if you listen to other episodes of this series, we talk a lot about parenting plans. And so if you need help with one, you can go to Allison. Um, yeah. Allison, thank you so much for being here and for sharing. Yeah, thank you. It was great to be here. Hi, I'm Carrie, the founder and certified life coach behind Sun Up Coaching. I support individuals experiencing a major life transition, such as divorce. So I help you focus on your values and unashamedly live them out. Okay, Carrie, we have a question for you. Um, So somebody wrote in and said, I am ready to have a fresh start after my divorce, which we love. How can I build a divorce registry? Well, I I don't know, Carrie, how can they? (laughs) Great question. Cheers to the fresh start. And thanks to uh, you, Fresh Starts Registry exists. So you can make a divorce registry on freshstartsregistry.com. It's user-friendly and even has suggestions for your kitchen, a kid's room, the bathroom, and more. In addition to suggested items for creating a new home, it even has talking points and scripts for how to share your registry with others, which is so valuable. Um, Be bold and go big. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you want. And if someone at all hints to wanting to help, share the registry with them. Seriously, send them the link. The worst case scenario is that they don't respond or purchase anything and then, well, maybe don't write them off, but it teaches you something regarding their words and actions, aka integrity. And (laughs) as someone who recently got Mm -hmm. divorced, I'm guessing you know a lot about integrity. Um, So yeah, if you do share your divorce on socials, go ahead and share your registry there too, especially if you lean into sharing some gratitude in the post and you know, where you're taking this fresh start. If people know that you are grateful yet nervous to move on, they are more likely to want to tangibly support you in the journey. And you deserve support. And I bet when you hear in the future that someone got divorced, you'll offer to help and you'll suggest that they make a registry. Yes, 100% to all of that. And I think that there's so many things we talk about with the registry. And one of the beautiful parts I love personally about the registry that didn't appeared to me until I started working with people making registries is it's often the first time people get a chance to pick things out for themselves like ever like it's like especially women who have maybe gone from college to their parents home to a husband's house right like um it's their first chance and uh we have seen people who make their registries we have the bundles on the website so we have the bundles Mm -hmm. by room right so you can go quickly add the items that we vetted for you for bedrooms and for bathrooms and um I would say, and I'm sure you've seen this too, Carrie, kind of like the top items people love to change out are those pillows, the towels, the sheets, right? Uh, yes. Utensils, plates, mugs. And um, we've seen people add such cool things. Like you said, we've had somebody add a, a disco ball to their registry. Ooh, like, right? Like, I like it. Who doesn't need a disco ball? But I think that um, the other thing to remember is it can, like you said, Carrie, it can be a little bit intimidating to send mm-hmm. out that registry link. And so we do have scripts on the website with little captions and you can just copy and paste that into a text message. And to re- reiterate what you said, Carrie, you deserve the support. You're worthy of the support. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, can you just quickly talk for a second about 
like how to ask for that support when you're going through a divorce, even if it's just like in a text message or like to somebody, you know, one of your close friends, what's just like a couple, like a little script you could say to somebody if you are in that thick of it. Especially if you're utilizing the Fresh Starts registry, super easy to send the link via text and say, hey, I know you mentioned, you know, did I need anything? I did put this list together, no pressure to purchase, but I'm naming some items that would be useful as I start this new journey. Um, Yeah, so it's non-committal, you know, they can look and, you know, if they're a good friend, maybe they're like, oh, you know, I'm not going to get you the new pillows, but how about takeout on Thursday? Yes. You say yes to that too. (laughs) um, But yeah, send that link and anyone who is at all hinted at helping, send them a text, send them an email. Um, You know, if you have shared publicly on social channels, um, it's okay to ask for help there. Like the worst case is no one clicks it or no one buys anything. And like, that's not a terrible result. No, just building your confidence to put yourself out there too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And you know, support comes in all ways, right? So sometimes support might mean sending your friend, you know, a new toothbrush holder across the country or, you know, sheets or whatever. So I love that support is everything and you deserve support. Um, Carrie, as a divorce coach and a divorce person, what are just some wise words you could give to somebody who's going through a divorce right now? Whew. Just some wise words, some just wise some quickie nuggets. wise words. Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> be you. It sounds really basic, but be you. Go with your gut. Um, if something's feeling off, whether you're still in like formal divorce negotiations or something, Talk with a divorce coach, talk with a therapist, talk with your attorney, question it like you are strong and your gut and your intuition is strong. So if you're not sure why the finances are being divided, how they are, ask, like absolutely ask. No question is dumb. No one expects divorce. No one knows how to get divorced. You shouldn't know how to do it. So ask any and all questions. Um, treat yourself, whether that means a latte or a massage, like don't wait until the legal process is done or this or that, like treat yourself because you went through the day and it's Wednesday. And I realize that financially that's, you know, a, a place of privilege and has its own burden. So I'm not saying go into debt. Um, so be wise and, Yeah, every damn day is hard when you're experiencing divorce. So don't be afraid to treat yourself. And I, you probably won't be surprised at this one, Olivia, but get outside and move your body. Even if it is a five minute walk to a bench down the street and you're going to sit on it and walk back to your apartment or house, get outside, move your body in whatever way that you enjoy and you deserve that. Yeah, walking saved me during my divorce. I had to walk every day. Yeah. I was going to say, too, with your treat thing, um, it could be just as simple as, like, putting some whipped cream on some hot chocolate, right? Yes, <laughs> just like sprinkles. I have sprinkles. All about sprinkles. <laughs> there you go. Carrie recommends sprinkles on your hot chocolate. It doesn't have to be spending a lot of money, right? It's no. just putting yourself first. Yeah, it's just putting yourself totally. first. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie. Yeah, thanks, Olivia. 
Hi, I'm Rachel Snow, and I am a high-conflict divorce and custody coach. I specialize in post-separation abuse and high-conflict cases. Okay, Rachel, we have a question here for you, and we get this question a lot, and honestly, it's, it's such a beautiful question. Somebody said, what are some free ways to help somebody through a divorce? And I love this question. So what do you say, Rachel? Uh, divorce, of course, can be extremely expensive when you think of attorney's fees and many other things that can go into it. So free ways to help someone through a divorce. I think that depends on what your role is in supporting someone through divorce. You know, what if, what if somebody's listening and it's a a friend or a family member and their loved one is going through a divorce and they don't know how to support. I think ways to show up is meals, cook them dinner, do a meal service, give them a gift card for dinner. I know that's not free, but those are ways you could support someone through divorce. And if there's kids, watch the kids, take them for a walk. If this is your friend or loved one, you know, let's, let's go on a walk. Let's go out in nature. Cause that can really help when you're going through something so stressful and you feel like the world is caving in on yourself. Free resources that are out there. I have a very long list of resources. They're not all free, but I do my very best to provide my community, my clients with other resources. So sometimes people are low income. I've been there when I've been on every possible state resource out there, food stamps, Medicaid, all the things. So I'm pretty good at finding those resources. So there are resources out there that can be free or low cost. You can find, this is really challenging, but it is possible to find a pro bono attorney for divorce or post-separation motions. Pro bono means that attorney is going to work for free. Oftentimes you're going to have to go through a qualification process and a pro bono attorney is because it's low income. This person does not have the means to go up against their ex in court. So that can be a free resource. Again, it can be really challenging to get there, but even if you're Googling, pro bono family law attorneys in my area. Sometimes you'll get legal services in Colorado, Colorado Legal Services, I think there's Metro Volunteer Lawyers and your county's website is always a good place to start. So the Department of Human Services will often have other resources listed. If there has been abuse, domestic violence, you can find a lot of resources through domestic violence, domestic abuse shelters. So those can be good points of contact for how do I get more support through this? A domestic violence advocate 
often has some of those resources. I am an advocate. I have those resources. Let's see. What are some other good free resources? I think sometimes there's probably groups, support groups. I know sometimes through churches, anybody's religious organization, they can find a support group for we're going through divorce or we're starting divorce or single moms groups. So those can also be some other free resources. I think also, again, word of mouth, Facebook, social media can be a wonderful tool. I know a lot of us just use it for death scrolling and mindless scrolling and the escapism. But Facebook and Instagram can also be wonderful resources to search for support, divorce support, post-separation abuse support, parenting advice, how to get through this, finding a good therapist. So social media is a resource. I think that shifting the mindset to finding that is helpful. I know that there's so many moms groups, right? And I'm a mom. I have a 17 year old daughter. I've been in Facebook mom groups for years. And let me tell you something. If you need to find something, you need a referral, go on a mom's group and you will find the referral. Don't ask yeah. for health advice, but if you need like a plumber, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna you say need she, an attorney. <laughs> I think it's such a good point. Um, I've seen a lot. Um, well, first of all, now with Facebook groups, you can post anonymously. So I think that that is really important um, for posting if you're not ready to share that you're going to maybe get a divorce. Um, but also if you are a friend of somebody locally and they are not ready to speak up, but they're going to be looking for a divorce, maybe you could post on their behalf and say, I have a friend, right, that is in need of a divorce lawyer. Does anybody have recommendations? Yes. And it's, again, free, a free, really easy way, but it takes the burden off of your friend, right? And then you can kind of compile some of these, like, you know, law firms for them or something like that. Well, and to that point, if you're in any sort of group, especially if it's a Facebook group and it's a mom's Facebook group, or it's a single mom's Facebook group, you know, when you're on Facebook, you can search the group for items. So if you're in a mom's group on Facebook, let's just give an example. If you're in a mom's Facebook group and you need to find an attorney, go to the search engine in the group and type in attorney, family law attorney, lawyer, and you'll get the results because again, that's one of the most asked questions that I see in mom's groups is attorney questions. And so now I just give them that recommendation, just search the group. It's the top asked question. Very smart. And you'll get recommendations because these are other moms that have, here's my attorney. This is who I used or this is who I used and they were awful. Don't yeah. use them. Yeah. Yeah. So smart. Utilizing smart. those groups can be great. And yes, you can post anonymously in many groups now. Yeah. I would say on my website, even I have resources. And mm-hmm. so it's some of my favorite books. It's some of my favorite websites. And so a lot of it is geared towards empowerment and 
supporting yourself through it, self-care and divorce and parenting and post-separation abuse. So you can find that resource list on my website, luminarydivorcecoaching.com. And another good resource I feel is my mentor and trainer for my divorce certification process was Tina Swithin of One Mom's Battle. So if this is looking like a high conflict situation, One Mom's Battle is a wonderful resource. So she's got a Facebook page. There's a website. There's state chapters for One Mom's Battle. So again, I'm in Colorado. There's a Colorado One Mom's Battle Facebook page. That's private. The Facebook page for One Mom's Battle is public, so be careful. But resources. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing advice. Amazing advice. Um, And Rachel, for anybody that is listening to this that is going through a divorce right now, what would be some just like wise words you could impart to them? It's temporary. This season of life is temporary. And you're going to get through it. And some pieces will get easier. Some will get different. And the only way out is through. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And if you are listening to this and you know somebody going through a divorce, um, you can steal that phrase and and give it to them and say, I heard this from Rachel Snow. Um, Rachel, thank you as always for your wise words. And if anybody would like to work with Rachel or have a consult with Rachel or get in touch with Rachel, you can find her obviously in the show notes and at Fresh Starts. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's story. We're always here and we're so proud of you. A Fresh Story is produced by Fresh Starts Registry, the first and only platform for everything you need to begin again. You can read the show notes and learn more about today's episode at afreshstory.com.